Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to Don V Fridays. It's your host, Don V. Um, King of this underground shit like King I'm like the uh I'm like the Virginia Tech black market <laughs> you know what I'm talking about um shout out to everybody that's been rocking with the podcast rocking with the uh rocking with the live streams calling into the live streams shout out to all the Twitter followers everybody that's whether it's positive or negative interactions man I fucks with everybody I got I got no issues with nobody um don't take the shit I say personally um cause I damn sure don't take the shit y'all say personally so you know thanks to everybody that's rocking with the podcast I don't know about y'all but me a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting money on it sometimes I have a gut feeling about the matchups and sometimes I'm just betting on my team cause they're my team regardless whether you've been betting for years or you ready to play for the first time, my bookie is the best bet this season. If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big games, or the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Between football season, the World Series, NBA season, NHL season. Dog, this is really the best like time of year like to be a sports fan. It's like five, six major sports going on. And then college basketball about to start too. Uh, we're really getting blessed out here. But, uh, but between... All of that going on, it's time to get off the sidelines and in on the action. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with MyBookie.ag. And if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, like the chair you send your ass in to double your cash. Visit myboogie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Bottom line, that's what it comes down to. Um, last week, Virginia Tech played North Carolina. Um, we played North Carolina, and it was a six overtime. It was a game where I had died and came back, died again, came back again, died a third. I, I died seven times last week. I'm going to just keep it 100 with y'all. I died. I died seven times. It came back seven times. Virginia Tech won that game. It took six overtimes to do it. Uh, I think it was the first ACC game. I know it was the first ACC game 
to uh, use the new overtime rules that if a game goes five overtimes, they don't even put the ball at the what the twenty five no more. You just gotta alternate two point conversions. And the fifth overtime, we got stopped. And um, I'm gonna just give the end of the game. We are gonna get a little deeper into the game, or whatever. But uh, we got stopped, and uh, we stopped them. And in the sixth overtime, we stopped them. And Quincy Patterson, the the Blacksburg's biggest hero, uh, on a quarterback design quarterback run, uh, wins the game. Is the hero. Virginia Tech wins in six overtimes. They beat the uh, North Carolina Tar Heels, and we gonna we gonna talk about it. Um, like I said, it's Lion Season Part Two because we on bye week this week before we play Notre Dame and uh, spend some lies. <laughs> we gonna talk about it though. Um, first, first of all, Henry Hooker got hurt. He got hurt in this game. His leg bent the other way. Um, his leg was been bent, but the front. So, yeah, I don't even know the extent of his injury right now. This man might be hurried. Motherfucker might not have walked since he came off the field. Uh, without pain, I mean, he might not have walked comfortably. He probably hasn't walked comfortably in a long time. Um. Obviously, we praying for the young man's health. We don't want nobody, you know, playing hurt and all this other dumb shit. You know, he probably scared he might lost his job. I mean, because shit, Josh Jackson broke his leg. Never started for Virginia Tech ever again. <laughs> type of shit happens, dog. That's why a lot of these dudes be itching to get back on the field. They be fucked up, but fuck it. They don't want to lose their jobs and their spots and all that. Fans be calling them soft and pussy and all that. And that don't even be the case. Some of these dudes really be hurt. But um, Hendon Hooker got hurt, and uh, the coaching staff went with Ryan Willis. Ryan Willis came right in, threw a touchdown pass to his buddy Damon Hayes was in, um, but started fucking up, dog. He was, you know, it was like the Ryan Willis from earlier this season popped up, started doing dumb shit, took a sack that didn't need to be took, and I said it. On Twitter, I said it in the live stream, and I'll say it again right now for the podcast audience. Uh, gotta give Fuente some credit, man. Uh, Fuente realized, okay, maybe this cat ain't got it. Uh, it's time to start looking towards the the future of the program. They went with Quincy Patterson. Now, I gave him, I'm gonna give him credit for uh playing. I mean, put in Quincy. I'm gonna give him credit for putting in Quincy, but the way they ran Quincy twenty something times, no nah, man, what the fuck? Like what is that? But um, they put in Ryan Willis. Uh, Ryan Willis did throw a touchdown pass. To, uh, two Damon Hayes was in the fade route. wasn't like he had to do much work. Damon Hayes is an amazing receiver. Um, uh, he did that. The next thing you know. He starts fucking up after halftime. Offense got cat and stagnant. Uh, Willis was doing goofy shit. And uh, coaches pulled him. And um, it, it, it leaves Virginia Tech fans wondering, did they really have the worst quarterback? And when I say worst, 
I don't want to say like Ryan Willis has no talent, no ability, can't do shit. Like, but they might have had the worst quarterback starting when it comes to what we have in the quarterback room. They might have had the two best talents uh, just sitting, just on some goofy shit. Um, it's crazy to me uh, that they would do that. But, I mean, I don't really trust this coaching staff. A lot of people still do. A lot of people want a reason to still trust them. I'm kind of, I'm, y'all know me. I'm, I'm off. I'm off that boat. I'm off that narcotic. Um, but people still trust this, this staff to do the right shit, and uh, they keep showing you reasons why they won't do that. But um, as I watch Henry Hooker gets hurt again, that shit look crazy. That it looked crazy. But um. Oh, yeah, man, Ryan Willis comes in, and uh, he was struggling after the touchdown, and um, they pulled him, dog. <laughs> you got you to gotta realize, uh, Coach Fuente, Fuente, Cornelson, Jerry Keel, um, this offensive staff, they don't got the rope that they had, you know, that they, that they like, these people are coaching for their careers every week. Uh, they got to build their, their reputation back. They got to get their juice back. So, if they would have stayed playing Willis and we would have lost this game in regulation, I'm not saying Coach Fuente would have got fired because uh, I don't think they want to fire him. It costs a lot of money. But he would have lost more and more and more of the fan base um, had he not did something. Cause, cause now, cause now he going against everything he probably believe in, as far as playing young players and if Fuente and Cornell send them and their heart feel like uh, Hooker and Patterson won't ready, they probably would have preferred to just stick with Willis. But now it's at the point where like, you know, they getting that because let's let's be clear, they are not just getting fan pressure. College game day was cracking jokes on this shit. Like, once you get the national media, like, oh, oh, what the fuck are they doing up there in Blacksburg? Now it's like, okay, we got to do drastic shit. And let me and they gambled and they paid off because, uh, like I said, Quincy Patterson just made plays. He made huge plays. And it ain't like the defense, uh, it ain't like the defense had their best outing because, uh, Chamari Connor struggled. Uh, Chamari Connor had a couple balls flying over his head like they went up top right at his ass um it was a struggle the game was definitely a struggle for the defense now some defensive players stood out uh Gerard Hewitt um Manuel Belmar uh Rayshard Ashby of course it's like he shows out every week uh Norrell Pollard uh like some players showed out but for the most part Carolina did Carolina did stuff the stat sheet on the defense. Uh, and it wasn't just because the offense was stagnant. So, you know, it was a wild game. It was just a wild and crazy game. Trey Turner had a big game. Damon Hazleton had a great game. Um, I mean, Quincy Patterson, he ran the ball 95 fucking times, but he had a great game for his first real action, his first real in-the-fire action. Not no, not no uh, little bullshit wildcat package. So it was a great game. It was a memorable game. Uh, 
Lane Stadium was was hype. A lot of fans was excited. Uh, fans was into it. Uh, nobody had to write a, a four-page letter to the students talking about how they it's their duty to cheer for the team. All this goofy shit people did all last week leading up to the game. People crying about motherfuckers don't want to watch a Rhode Island game. Uh, nah, man. Fans did their job. They cheered. The team won. Um, but what I want to talk about is, you know, the people that can't wait. I ain't going to say can't wait because I think we all can't wait for Virginia Tech to be good. But just the people that just want to excuse Fuente and just, you know, they want to make it seem like this is some big win. Now, mind you, the team we beat was 3-3. Three and three. I don't give a fuck how they got to 3-3. Three and three. You are what your record says you are. They were 3-3. Three and three. Uh, This wasn't a... I mean, like, on a national scale, this game didn't mean shit to nobody outside of the state of Virginia and the state of North Carolina. So, I know people are trying to make this... A lot of people are trying to make this a bigger deal than what it is. Um, It's a huge deal for the guys in the locker room because they're learning how to win games like this. But to try to make it seem like this is some big win, fuck, no, dog. Like, stop. Stop. Like, we used to look at a 3-3 three and three team and smack that shit. Not go six overtimes with them. Six overtimes with this goofy shit they got going in Carolina. Mac Brown, 185 years old. In, in them overtime periods, it looked like Mac Brown was about to kill over on the sidelines, dog. It really did. It looked like Mac Brown was about to just check out on the sideline. Like, come on, man. I'm not about to sit up here and... And get the get the churn out the room or come your churn. I ain't about to suck this man dick because he beat Carolina dog. I'm sorry. I, if I, if I got to be the dickhead fan, I'll be that. I'm not about to suck this man dick for for beating Carolina, man. I'm not. Not this Carolina. Not this three and three Carolina. Sam Howell is going to be a great quarterback. Uh, he gonna give us problems for the two, three more seasons. He gonna be here. But I'm not about to act like we beat fucking LSU or one of the national powers, dog. We beat a 500 Carolina team. And it took, we had to scratch, claw, fight, all of that to do it. Um, But we got it done. We won the game. It, Like I said, I died seven times, uh, came to life. Uh, I saw a lot of shit I was happy about. I saw some shit that made me very upset, but in the end, they won the fucking game. Uh, where do we go from here? We got Notre Dame next week. Um, they got a week to prepare for Notre Dame. Let me be clear. Virginia Tech is going to lose that game. How they going to lose that game is to completely up to them. Um, we got to go up to South Bend. I got no idea who's going to play quarterback. I got no earthly idea who's going to play quarterback. Um, the way the defense is played and the way Notre Dame plays offense, there is no reason for me to think that they can go up in, up in South Bend and uh, shut out or shut down that Notre Dame offense unless it starts raining sideways or snowing sideways or it's like two degrees out there and there's like, that's the only way I see the defense showing up is if it starts raining sideways and it's two degrees or something like that. Um, 
that's just the honest to God truth. Uh, I know it's lying season. I know a lot of y'all been lying and saying we can do it. We can at we can ride. People saying we can ride the momentum into South Bend. Listen, Notre Dame ain't no 500 North Carolina team. Notre Dame will fuck us up. We coming there with that dumb shit. Uh, Notre Dame is not gonna let us run our quarterback twenty something times. Power left, power right. You know, QB power, QB power. Notre Dame will fucking put somebody in the hospital. You try to do some shit like that. Like this is two different beasts we talking about. Uh, you cannot run. You cannot complete continuously run your quarterback into Notre Dame's defense like that. Somebody gonna get put in the fucking hospital. Um. So yeah, I don't think we can beat Notre Dame. Uh, I know a lot of people starting to do the. I mean, with any given Saturday, and you never know. Man, listen. What is the what is the game plan to beat Notre Dame? That's what I want to know. What is the game plan to beat a Notre Dame? Uh, because obviously we got coaches that don't trust our quarterbacks, and if they don't trust the quarterbacks, they don't really trust them to throw. Um, how are you going to threaten Notre Dame's defense? Running into the teeth of their defense is like, okay, cool. That's what they want us to do. Um, so how do we make them respect us? Because Quincy Patterson did throw a beautiful touchdown on fourth and, uh, on fourth down in overtime, but and it's just me. I mean, I don't know shit, but it was fourth down and the game was on the line. Like you can't go quarterback run in. So yes, he threw a beautiful pass to Damon Hazelton, but I don't even think the coaches believed in it. I think the coaches was like, man, throw it up. If we get flagged, I mean, if, if the DB gets past interference, try to get past interference. Uh, or if we catch it, great. I don't. I I even think that they was like, man, fuck it. I mean, fuck it. Let's just try to get a flag. See if we can get a pass interference or something. That's what I feel like. And it just worked out. I don't. I still don't think they trust either quarterback. I think the only quarterback they trust is the one prone to the most mistakes, which is crazy. But um, you are not gonna beat Notre Dame doing what we do on offense, running sideways. Uh, if Quincy Patterson is playing, running the shit out the quarterback all day, like, nah, man, you gonna have to threaten that team vertically, and then you can open up all that RPO shit and all the other stuff we like to do. Um, because don't get me wrong, when it's rolling, our offense is beautiful. When Hendon Hooker, before Hendon Hooker got hurt, like, he was running our offense to his full potential. But, uh, he got hurt. So, if Quincy Patterson is playing against Notre Dame, I pray for his knees, I pray for his neck, I pray for his head, I pray for his chest. Uh, young man gonna take some shots. Young man is gonna take some big shots. You can believe that shit. Um, I seen a lot of people calling this man Thick Vic. Um, I'm not, I won't be joining in. (laughs) I won't be joining in on that. Uh, y'all can have that one. Um, God bless Quincy Patterson. Uh, seems to be a bright young man. Uh, got his head on his shoulders. Don't be getting in no trouble and all that. Um, 
Not calling you thick, bruh. <laughs> not calling that man thick, dog. I'm sorry. Uh, that's that that is um that is that is a, a quality that I like to call women. Thick women, not fat women, not chubby women, but thick women. Like hips. So but I think think when I think thick, I think hips and ass. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all looking at this man hips and ass while he out here running QB power, man, some of y'all boys wild, dog. That's all I'm going to say. Some of y'all boys is wild. But, um, like I said, Hokies got the win last week. Uh, I don't know if we can beat Notre Dame. I don't think it can happen. But going forward, I mean, shit. We can finish the season. Cause who we got left? You got you got Wake Forest, you got you got Georgia Tech, you got Pitt, you got UVA. I think that's everybody. They gonna lose one or two more games. Um, and I'm not talking about Notre Dame. That's given. We'll be four and three, five and three. I'm sorry. If they could fuck around, they'll probably drop one more. We gonna drop another game because we Virginia Tech. We gonna drop a late one. Uh, hopefully not the UVA. Um, that will make us what eight and four. Eight and four was disappointing, considering majority of us said uh nine nine wins to get the fuck out. But uh, whatever, man. <laughs> so, eight and four. Fuente will survive. We'll go to another bowl game. Um, not a good bowl game, but uh. That's where we at with it, man. That's pretty much where we at. Uh, I want to give out some mid-season. I want to give out some mid-season. I don't want to say trophies, but some mid-season props, I guess. Uh, Big shout out to Norrell Pollard. Man's been balling. Big shout out to Keyshawn King. Uh, Keyshawn King don't got the stats and Fuente kind of jerked him around in that ODU game and also he's been banged up and hurt but big big shout out to Keyshawn King because as a true freshman playing at the size he's been playing, dudes made plays uh, let me give a shout out to Chamari Connor he had a shit game versus Carolina but other than that the man been rat- riding around smacking shit, making plays I gotta get that man his props um Big shout out to uh big shout out to Trey Turner. Trey Turner has made plays consistently. I want to give a big shout out to Hendon Hooker for probably saving Fuente's job going down to Miami, making that big uh having that big game, not really turning the ball over, taking care of the ball. He had a couple of fumbles and mis mishandled snaps and shit, but other than that, taking care of the ball. Um who else I want to show love to? Rayshard Ashby, who's been the ACC Player of the Week. It seemed like every week. You know, just a couple mid-season shout-outs. You know what I'm saying? To showing some people some love, man. I'm, people think that I'm a dickhead and I'm always negative and all that. But um, I truly, I truly, I honest to God, I root for these players. I do not fuck with the coaches. I do not fuck with most of them. But I do ride for every last one of these players. I do. I really do. My issues do not be with them. My issues be with the coaching. 
Oh yeah, big shout out to Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley's a lockdown corner, y'all. Um, I ain't breaking no news here, y'all know that. But Caleb Farley, uh, for all the criticism that he received from everybody, uh, probably except his family members, Caleb Farley has developed into a great corner. He's playing some great football. Um, he might have only he might have had one of he might got a couple bad plays this season. He been balling. Salute to Caleb Farley. He also got hurt. Hopefully he's okay. Any more shout-outs? Any more mid-season people I want to show some love to? Shout-out uh, Deshaun McLeese. Uh, Deshaun McLeese, one of the people that jumped in the portal, jumped out of it, came back, uh, leads the team in rushing. Got like 470-some yards rushing. Shout-out Deshaun McLeese. And, and, oh, yeah, shout-out... Uh, Fuck. James Mitchell. James Mitchell has been one of the great weapons on this offense. Making plays that can get him get him the ball and sweeps. Lord knows if you can run sweeps. If you that versatile to run sweeps, you will get used. Uh, but he can also make, you know, jump ball. He's caught jump balls. He's James Mitchell, man. Making plays. We ain't lie about James Mitchell. We didn't lie about Rambo. We ain't lie about James Mitchell. We ain't lie. It's, a, it's some players we didn't lie about. Uh, but like I said, man, I, I support these players. I root for these players. I cheer for this. I cheer for these players. Do I want new coaches? Yes. That doesn't change. Just because they beat a uh, below 500 team, 500 when we played them, just because they beat North Carolina, uh, that doesn't do it for me. So, you know, what would have did it for me, uh, to kind of redeem these coaches, it it would have been a, it would have had to been a coastal title, and a New Year's Six Bowl. That's what would have did it for me. Uh, we're not gonna get the New Year's Six Bowl shit ain't happening. The coastal shit is still alive, but uh, coaches ain't redeemable in my in my eyes. I still want new coaches, but y'all know that. Uh, we gonna make this a quick episode, man. It's nothing else really to talk about, so. Oh, yeah, Robert Porsche entered the transfer portal. Matter of fact, we do got more shit to talk about. Noah Kim decommitted, quarterback. Um, I don't know why he decommitted. Everybody's saying he saw Quincy Patterson playing now. He don't want to come here no more. Quincy Patterson was on the fucking team when he committed. Whatever. Um, whatever the case may be, God bless Noah Kim. Uh, you know. And uh, Robert Porsche in the transfer portal. Um, I can't say I'm surprised there, but the way we got freshmen, you know, the way we got the freshmen playing, the Florida boys playing, he probably wasn't happy with his place in the rotation, so he bounced. But I don't know if that's why. It could be deeper than that. Um, when you're dealing with Fuente, it could always be deeper than just football. So God bless Robert Porsche. Uh, go somewhere, kick ass, you know, rooting for you. And that's pretty much all the news notes. Uh, see y'all next week, hopefully. Um, doing the podcast for the next couple of weeks. Doing the podcast and the live stream for the next couple of weeks is going to be kind of great. I'm going to be out of town working. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be busy as fuck and all this shit. So if you don't get a podcast or a live stream next week, it's because my life will be flipped upside down. I'm going to be in North Carolina for a while working. So just, you know, I'm going to keep y'all posted on Twitter what's going on. But uh, don't be surprised. I'm going to try to fulfill all my obligations. <laughs> but don't be surprised. That's all I'm going to say. That's it for Don V Fridays, y'all, man. God bless, man.